marketing teaches you that you need at least seven to eight touch points with your prospect customer in order for them to trust you. That means I need seven or eight reels for one person to say, I like this guy, I trust this guy, I'm going to go listen to his long-form content, or I'm going to buy his coaching services, or I'm going to read his book, whatever. This is Tools of the Podcast Trade, where you can learn about the tools and resources you can use to start and grow your podcast. Tune in each week as we talk about the help you need to remove the mystery from podcasting so you can become a successful podcaster that can reach your audience where they are. Want to increase your views? Today's guest, Nico Lagan, says, post more. Welcome, Nico. That's exactly right. Well said. Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's that All right. simple. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about that in a bit. But before <laughs> we do, could you tell us who is Nico Lagan? I'm a, an eternal student is what I would say I am. I, um, like you, I'm a content creator. So as much as I teach people how to create content, I don't do it from a place of uh, hypothesis. It's something that I actually test day in, day out. So I'm always, I'm a content creator. I post five, seven, eight, ten 10 times a day. So on seven different platforms. So this is what I do now. Uh, I'm a sales engineer by trade. Uh, I was a sales engineer for a telecommunication company for 12 years. I was, I was in high end sales in at the technology world. And I've been, I studied as a computer technician, so I, I, I use, my biological dad was a um, was an engineer, so I've been building computers since I'm a kid. I'm a big nerd, so I love technology, and it makes sense that today I dedicate myself to incorporating AI into content creation, into making content creation easier, better, faster, uh, more appealing like really making better quality content faster and in bigger numbers. So I melded my, my passion for talking and my passion for technology together. And this is what I do. Well, podcasting is a perfect venue for that, right? Between you and I and whoever's listening, I think this is the 50th podcast I record as a guest in 10 weeks. And I have another probably 40 before the end of the year. So yeah, yeah the best okay. way, it's such a great marketing tool to it just speak about your ideas. Best tool. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And you can't really talk about technology without talking AI, right? Not anymore. Not, Not anymore. anymore. Uh, yeah. A, a year ago, it was still possible. Now, yeah. if you're, if you're not embracing AI right now, you are going to be left in the dirt. Mm-hmm. You're going to be, have a lot of problems competing because as you said at the beginning, it is all, if you want to grow your reach, you need to post more. Like I've been traveling the U.S. for in an RV for 13 months now. We, mm-hmm. My girlfriend and I are Canadian, but we've been all over the place. And I met some content creators back in Austin, Texas this year where they have multiple millions of followers on all platforms. Like they're, they're some of the best in the world at what they do. I was mm-hmm. at the gym with 10 grand of equipment. My girlfriend was recording me and he, the main guy's like, uh, hold on. What, what are you doing here? And we started talking. We became friends. He's, he's one of my friends now. 
But you know, the big, the best advice he gave me is exactly that. He's like, I asked him, I'm like, how do I build my audience? Post more. Okay. How many times? Four or five times minimum a day. I'm like, how can I make that happen without building a team? How can I make this happen without trying to find a way to streamline and optimize all of my content creation workflow? There's no way. There's no way. Even if I do this full time, four, five, six times a day is insane, is an insane amount. But yet look at Alex Hormosi. Look at Gary V. Alex Armosi says he posed between him and his wife 250 times a week. Um, Gary V says for years he's been saying that he's posting 64 times a day. It's insane. It's absolutely yeah. insane. But if guys like them that are the best at what they do, do it, guess what? It applies to us too. Yes. Yes. Um, I was listening to a video um by Gary V the other day and he was talking about LinkedIn and YouTube and he says minimum three times a day. And I'm thinking to myself, that sounds like a lot. And now it you're is. telling me. It is, but you know what? Another thing that Gary V did like years ago, he was speaking about how you can repurpose your content, be, be, be intelligent mm -hmm. in the way that you do it. So mm -hmm. let's say one of the things that you need to understand as a content creator and to put it into context, a, a content creator is anybody that posts content. It doesn't matter that it's personal. It doesn't matter that it's, you can be a coach, you can be a podcaster, you could be a, an agency, you could be somebody that, you could be a plumber. I've redone websites for plumbers in order to get them more, more attraction. So it could be, you, you could be the owner of a e-commerce mortar, like brick and mortar. If you use social media, which is the greatest marketing tool ever invented, mm -hmm. you're, you're a content creator. But you yeah. need to understand what platform does what, who's the audience that's on that platform, what type of content do they want to see, how do you craft your content in order to reach those people, how do you make sure that they will listen to you. AI is great to help you, but AI is not replacing us anytime soon. Like there's a human touch that needs to be done there. And this is the important factor. You need to understand what works where. Yes. You need to be authentic. Because a guy like Gary Vee can post 70 times a day. If you don't, if his message doesn't resonate with you, are you going to listen to his video? No, absolutely not. So you can post all you want. But sorry to say it that way. If your message sucks, if people don't feel, no, but if people don't feel you, if they don't, yeah. if you don't resonate with them, they're not going to listen to you. We have an attention span of less than six seconds. So yeah. people are going to be very fast at just, Skip, skip, skip. So yeah, yeah. You and you saying that brought brought something back to mind. That someone said that there's no competition in podcasting, and the real the real no competition part, I think, is the personalization mm -hmm. of your podcast, of your message, right? But it's even further than that. I started my first podcast three and a half years ago. I've recorded at least 300 since then. Mm -hmm. But I, I started it with the simple idea that I would develop my skills. As somebody that's, that was in sales for more than 12 years, I read a lot. As you can see behind me, there's, there's books, but I'm in an RV. This is a tent 
I have about 30 books with me. I probably have three or 400 back at home. So mm-hmm. psychology shows you how important it is to know how to craft your message. And this is why podcasting made sense to me. I could apply everything that I've learned through my sales career, NLP, psychology, and try to see how can I create content that will inspire people. And podcasting is the best way to do it because it's long form. So you can just go on a rant for an hour if you want. If you're not comfortable doing an hour rant, you can have people on your podcast with you, like what we're doing right now, that hopefully informs, inspires, helps your audience. So there's so many ways, but podcasting is so great to me because long form content is dying. Like our attention span is so short right now that, you know, science says about six seconds. I can tell you it's more like two or three when it comes to social media, you have this, this is the time you have to, to capture attention. So if you consider that reels are the king of content nowadays, So when I do a podcast to this day, when I record my podcast now, I don't even think about it in a way that is somebody going to listen to it for an hour. I don't even care if people listen to it for an hour. In my head, I'm like, how can I disseminate all my ideas in a short factor, in a short form like reels? When I'm recording a podcast in my head, I'm like, okay, how do I create 10, 15 reels that will resonate with people? Once it resonates with people, now they're going to go to my long form content yes. in order to listen to it. But marketing teaches you that you need at least seven to eight touch points with your prospect customer in order for them to trust you. That means I need seven or eight reels for one person to say, I like this guy. I trust this guy. I'm going to go listen to his long form content or I'm going to buy his coaching services or I'm going to read his book, whatever. But seven times, I have two choices. I can do seven hours of podcasting, hoping that that same person listens to seven hours of me ranting, or I create seven pieces of content that is 20 seconds to one minute long, and I establish those, piece, those, those points of contact like this. I can do this within one podcast. Yeah, that make uh, that makes absolute sense, and it the touch points is probably what going to it's going to resonate with someone new, a new podcaster who's thinking, where am I going to find the time to do all that posting? If you could zero in on those touch points and just create from there, um, that might be it, right? For too long, you know, you're a hundred percent right. And for too long, I was creating content because I enjoyed it. So let's say that I wouldn't, I would sit down with you because I find you inspiring. I would, as a sales guy, I would not even need to prepare because I know who I'm speaking to. I know my intro. I know my outro. It can last half an hour. Like it can last three hours. I didn't care, but I never got into it with a plan to say, this is what my end goal is. All I wanted to do is to speak to inspiring people that I know would resonate with my audience. Yes. I've been able to grow my audience from a few thousand to more than a hundred thousand in this past year to go from a few thousand views a month to five to 10 million views a month. But how did mm-hmm. I do that? I, did I do that to, uh, by convincing everybody that they should listen to my hour podcast and by just, oh, you should listen to me shoot the breeze with somebody else? No. I started yes. creating content with, uh, with the understanding of who I'm speaking to. 
why would they listen to me? Because our intention is, when you think about it, our most important thing we possess in life as human beings is our time. You might not, yes. most people don't realize it, but deep down in their heads, they know. If they listen to your content, that's the greatest gift they can ever give you because we don't know how much time we have. So I'm giving you an invaluable asset, my most important. So the least I can do is to cater content that will resonate with you. And yes. podcasting, when you get into a podcast to say, this is what, there's 10 points I want to speak to my guests with. I know that by the end, I can have 10 reels. I will take, I'll chop out the question. I'll just chop, I'll just put his answer. I'll chop it down to 20 seconds to a minute. And then pop, I'm going to post this. That's it. That's all the content I'm going to post. I'm going to say, this reel was taken part of a long form content. The full podcast is available here. And please go listen to it because this is just one of many good advice that you need to hear. But yeah. This is the understanding, but that works on Instagram. That works on TikTok. Doesn't work on LinkedIn. LinkedIn likes right. content, written content. That's yeah. why AI is so important because I can go into AI and say, hey, transcribe my podcast, transcribe those reels, shove it into chat GPT and say, okay, what I want to do is you take this, write me a full length blog. Awesome. Once yeah. it has the blog, you read, you use it as a structure, you read word it so that it so that it's you so i normally take what they suggest i take 10 or 15 percent of it i remove all the rest i rewrite it all i post that on my um i post that on one of my websites then mm -hmm. i ask it again i'm like hey take this blog turn it into a linkedin post awesome i i take the structure rewrite it post it hey change it into a facebook post pow now i created a full-length blog a linkedin a LinkedIn written comp, uh, content, a, a Facebook one. I created a reel on Instagram. I created a reel on TikTok. I created a reel on YouTube. I could take and say a two-liner, resume that reel into one sentence and post it on Twitter. Right there, I have seven pieces of content. Makes that I sense. Posted. Now do that six more times and that's what Gary Vee does. It's insane. It's absolutely yeah. insane. <laughs> But, it is, but it sounds so simple. And yeah, I think it's process, right? But this is why, you know, a lot of people create content just to create content because it's fun. They like it. It's interesting. Some yeah. are naturally good at it. So it resonates with people automatically. But the average person is not good at creating content. The average right. person really sucks at it. And it's okay. They might have a great message, but they need to know, okay, this is where it starts. This is what the end, this is the end product that I want. What do I have to develop as per my skills and my knowledge? Mm -hmm. You And this is what I do with all my customers. That's part of the strategy is to say, what are the skill? What are my natural skills? How do I take those natural skills and develop them and create a brand, a message around the way I deliver my message? I, I'm not, I am not one that will ever tell you, you should develop your weakness. I don't care about your weaknesses. Yeah. Once I know what they are, I want you to build on your strength. And then we can craft a message. We'll understand who your audience is, who your niche is. We'll develop a message and then we'll make, we'll, we'll do a branding around it, like putting nice colors and a bow around it. So it's all perfect. People like what it looks like. But then the, the style is really developed around you as a person. 
once that's done, you can use AI to start creating content. Like I, I cheat, I, I treat ChatGPT as one of my employees. I have employees that are video Your editors. Assistant. I have employees yeah. that are yeah. yeah. And and you yeah. know what? I'm Canadian, so I say please and thank you. So like, am I. please, can you create help me create this on this? Wow, thank you. So ChatGTP to me is a, a, a brilliant place to do brainstorming, get ideas of content creation. Mm-hmm. Use it to kind of, there's other AI platform that you can use that will help you cut long form format into shorter. Although yes. my guys do a 10 times better job than the best, the best app out there for video editing, like long form content is Opus, Opus Pro, and it still does not do that great of a job. Is it okay? Yes. If you're trying to create content that is amazing, it's not good enough yet. You still need to spend a lot of time editing it. But again, it's all about creating that structure. Once you have the understanding of your your whole process, what are the skills that you need? You can start incorporating the tools that will make it easier, easier, that will streamline, optimize, repurpose. Because there are, to transcribe a reel, there's an app, there's an AI software that does that. There's an AI software like ChatGPT that will rewrite it for you so that Mm -hmm. you can edit it yourself. It can help you. There's an AI that can help you, whatever, what you're doing. Yes. It can help you. But you need to, if you put garbage into those AI tools, they will spit out garbage. Right. They will not make your content great. They yes. will help you make it great. They will help you save time. But it's on you to have the skills that you need in order to create good content. Yes. Great content, should I say. Yes, definitely. And what we're talking about tools, um, there are two, two great tools for helping with what you're talking about. Uh, Buzzsprout, the hosting platform mm-hmm. as a co-host, um, that will, um, break down all your content into blog posts and clips and, you know, segments and show notes. And also Riverside will do the, Real clips for you. So StreamYard um, does this StreamYard, which is a platform I use, does the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there are lots of tools that can help us with making life easier. (laughs) Chat Chat GPT is great. I do a lot of my editing, although I have video editors on staff, I tend to leave them to edit my client stuff. And I like to Mm -hmm. edit my own stuff because I'm always working on my personal style and nobody understands me more than I do. And I do a lot of my content editing. Like even if I record on the camera that one of the cameras that is that I have here, high end cameras, I do a bit of the editing on Premiere Pro, but mm-hmm. most of the editing I still do on my phone because it's once you understand an app, like let's say CapCut, amazing, absolutely amazing and powerful. It makes your life so easier, so mm-hmm. much easier. But it can like just the auto caption. It's so great. And that's AI. We, we don't realize it, but right. shoving a video and say, auto, give me auto caption. I want it appearing this in this style with those colors. You click enter, it takes 15 seconds and it's done. So okay. there's a lot to me, chat GPT and CapCut. I use every day, multiple times a day. They change the way I create content, but okay. I do a lot of writing. I'm a writer. Like I've wrote a book. I'm writing my second one. I've taken mm-hmm. a lot of courses on copywriting. So those, I understand what I need. Like I'm writing yes. a course right now on how to incorporate AI. And just this morning, I finished two new chapters and 
I run them through ChatGPT. I just say, hey, what do you think about this? This is, I provide context. This is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to accomplish. This is my audience. What do you think? And right. I, I've built multiple apps within ChatGPT to help on every type of content that I do. So this is something I provide to my clients so they can just jump in. They've trained, the AI is trained to ask specific questions, mm-hmm. but it's brutally honest. It yeah. will tell you what's good, what doesn't, what needs improvement. And th- yeah. again, this is why ChatGPT GPT is so great. Yeah, yeah. Now, I've used Google Bart. Um, what's your opinion on Google Bart? I have not taken the time to develop it okay. yet because it, it's, not, it's not there yet. Okay. I, know, I know this for a fact. I looked at it enough to know that they're not there. Okay. Google being Google, are they going to beat ChatGPT two years from now? Possible. Maybe. Microsoft, yeah. Microsoft was saying yesterday or, yeah, I think it was yesterday, they released an article saying that they hired the original owner, uh, the guy that started ChatGPT yeah, to be man. part of their team. Yeah. So, you know, ChatGPT has, you know, it has a massive advantage over everybody else because it's been yes. longer than anybody out there. Yeah, yeah. But Microsoft has massive teams. Google handles, I think, between 90 and 95% of the world's research goes through Google. So yeah. they have, and it's all done through AI. So they do have the AI in the back end that's already running. Mm-hmm. How long is it going to take them to duplicate or to make something like ChatGPT better? It'll probably take a long time. Yeah. That's too bad because they have the search engine to give you the keywords in your writing. So, and they're not doing it. So, not yet. Right. Not yeah. yet. Not but yet. the thing is, is that they can do, they're so smart that they can, you know, in, in my last work as a sales engineer, I did a lot of uh, back engineering. So, reverse engineering. So, it, it's easy for them to start with a platform to say, okay, how does it do? How does it act? How's the AI, re- AI reacting to what I'm asking? How can I duplicate that and make it better? Plus, mm-hmm. they have a massive... How much? How many hundreds and thousands of times bigger is Google compared to OpenAI that created ChatGPT, right? Yeah. So they'll get there. It's just a matter of time before they can... Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, what is the Alpha Creator Blueprint? Can you tell us about that? Absolutely. Um, so to put it into context, I do, I have a digital marketing agency. So I do help people with every content, like every portion of the content creation. So okay. in front of the camera, I I've been to, to, to some of my clients with my equipment, 20 grand of equipment, cameras, light and, and act like a director. This is what okay. you need. Those are the skills that you need. You're going to hate me. I'm telling you, you're not going to like me, but I got a customer that we took from the beginning. He was not very good in front of the camera. One of the most knowledgeable guy I've ever met. But now, six months later, he is amazing in front of the camera. But I'm telling you, when we first started, he was swearing at me, calling me names. He's like, no, oh not doing it. And I'm, no, but it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. You're not hurting my feelings. But it, it, I do full service like him. We do everything. All he does now is record the content and he mm-hmm. shoves it our way. We do everything from the repurposing, from the ebook creation to the website to his reels that he posts every day. I still give him comment. We do the thumb, we do everything for him. All he does is the okay. video recording. Right. There, but the Alpha Creator Blueprint, what it is, is 
not everybody is to the point where he is that's ready to invest thousands and thousands of dollars every month in order to have a full-fledged service. Some people are who I was three and a half years ago, and this is why I wrote this. So basically, I give tricks on how to create rapport, for example. All the, all the things that I've learned over 10 years and 12, a 12-year career, how do you interact with people? Because at the end of the day, if you're not able to, you can craft the best message in the world. If you're not authentic, if you don't know how to create rapport, how to connect deep, meaningful connection with the people on the other side of the lens, you'll never be successful. Yeah. So this is, so I wrote, I'm, I'm writing it in a way right now, because now I do all one-on-one. Everything I do is through the strategies one-on-one. We, we develop your skills. We integrate AI where it makes sense. We develop your strategy as to where do I post? When do I post? What type of content do I post? And we build, and I'm a big fan of uh, analyzing numbers because numbers don't lie. If it works, it works. Let's duplicate it. Let's figure out why it worked. Duplicate it so that you go viral all the time. What didn't work? Let's scratch it. Let's let's scratch it. Who cares how you feel if you like creating that type of content? I don't care. Does it work? Yes. Let's do more. Doesn't it doesn't work? Okay. (laughs) Why didn't it work? Can we make it better? We'll try. If it doesn't work scrap it and let's concentrate on what works so yeah the program is this so it's split into five different modules if you will and that's what we approach right now i'm doing it one-on-one but starting in january i will have a full-fledged online course where you don't even need to interact with me i will have it in a way that it's all structured every week we'll have some calls so that if you have questions i'm i'm there to help we'll have calls where people can join. But the, the goal is this, is really to make it cheap so that people don't have to waste their next two, three years figuring out what I figured out. You can get that course, go through it within a couple of weeks, and then you'll understand where to start. It's I recommend, like there's some things like creating rapport. I could use, I could do a full program on this, but I'd rather give you books that I've read. I'm a big reader, so I can tell you, go see this guy. Is the expert yeah. this? That guy changed my life, so follow this guy. Once yeah. you're done, tell me. We'll start incorporating it. So this is a bit of the idea is to understand how to develop your natural skills and where does AI fit in? What type of equipment should you buy? Because that's another thing. We, we, we tend to spend a lot of money and God knows that I was one of them to spend so much money on equipment that we don't even need. Like so much of my content is built on this and I get yeah. millions of views every month with this, with my phone. And sometimes, phone. Yeah. Yeah. and sometimes I don't even put an external microphone on it. I just talk in my phone. I just know how to record, change my angles. I know how to edit right. put some effects that it's appealing to people. But so this is what, this is what the course is all about. What AI, where can okay. AI help you, which app you should use, how to read the numbers, how to get better without necessarily having to be with me all the time. You can do it on your right. own. But if you have questions, I'm there. Okay. All right. And how can we get in touch with you? plproduction.co. That is the website where okay. all my services are and uh, everything that I do is on there. When it comes to teaching content creation it's all on there 
Okay. All right. So we'll put that link on the show notes. So, um, all right. So thank you, Nico Logan, for coming and talking to us today on Tools of the Podcast Trade. I want you to give one or two pieces of advice um, to aspiring podcasters before you go. Post every day. This is the first thing you need to do. Okay. Try to post minimum once a day. And the second thing you should develop as a podcaster is how to get good in front of that camera. So okay. not only should you listen to your podcast and cringe, and believe me, I know how cringy <laughs> it is to listen to yourself. I hate it. But you need to you need to analyze what you say, how you said it, how much because you know one of the things that if you notice the way I talk, I don't have any filler words. I don't right. think um uh I I studied politicians and the way that they speak. So mm-hmm. I tend to slow down my speech tempo to about 70 or 80% because psychologically this is where you grab attention. It's like hypnotic. People listen to you. And instead of uh I'll leave a blank and while I gather my thoughts. Right. So those are tricks that you can start doing right now. Just try to think before you speak so that your language is more appealing because nobody likes somebody that's always uh Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so post every day listen to your podcast and be extremely judgmental of yourself be hard on yourself okay all right i appreciate you nico for coming and talking to us yeah thank you Uh, absolutely thanks for having me on thanks for your time i appreciate it